Thank you for joining me for this episode of God Talk. I want to start by um, promoting a little bit in the new sermon series that I'm beginning this Sunday at Light of the World. I'm starting a new sermon series called Quarantined, and it's based off of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, in which Paul warns Timothy to beware of those who have a form of godliness but deny its power. People that, that, that appear to be godly, but, but they aren't. Um, it, it's the worst kind. It's, it's the most dangerous kind when, you know, someone is a, a sheep or a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, it, it's how Satan deceived. There, there's an element of truth. There's, a, you know, it, it, and it, it, that's what confuses people. Satan himself is an can appear as an angel of light. You have a little bit of good, you have a little bit of this, you have a little bit of that, and the next thing you're led astray. So Paul warns Timothy, these people that have a form of godliness, but it's not real godliness, um, there's certain qualities and characteristics that will show that they're not truly godly. And he says, have nothing to do with them. Thus the concept of, of being quarantined. Now, um, this coming Sunday, I'm talking about lovers of self. Now, if you've heard me preach for any amount of time, I I beat that drum quite a bit because we're in a very um, self-centered, uh, conceited, um, lack of hum- humility uh, society. And I, like I said, I beat that drum all the time. So you might be thinking, you know what? I already know what he's going to say, but you don't. And I'm really excited about this Sunday because this Sunday, as I worked the message, it kind of went in a slightly different direction. Yeah, I'm going to spend five minutes maybe uh, talking about the ways that we normally are lovers of self. But what I'm really going to spend most of the time on, and I have to be honest, it it shocked me as I worked on it, um, how the church has become lovers of self. So especially if you're thinking about like a form of godliness, uh, the churches have a form of godliness, but many of them have become lovers of self. And, and I'm going to I'm gonna say some things that I think are, are going to cause your mouth to drop. They, I, you know, I don't want to over-promote and under-deliver, but I, I mean, they did me. I'm going to be showing some video clips and so forth. And, 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 and we need to be aware of how uh, this, this evil that Paul warns Timothy about is actually found and located now in the church. So uh, I encourage if you live locally, Locally, uh, you don't want to miss this Sunday. I am excited about this message. And uh, if you don't live locally, then uh, of course you can uh, uh, tune to this podcast. And uh, usually about an hour or so after uh, the last service is over, uh, the message is on it anyways. Uh, but I encourage you to, uh, to listen to it, Lovers of Self, this Sunday at Light of the World. Now, what I want to talk to you about in this episode of God Talk is I want to talk to you about the evil trinity. And you might be thinking, what are you talking about? No, I'm not calling the Trinity evil. The Trinity, the true Trinity is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not evil, but uh, holy. Uh, But there's an evil Trinity in this world that is the opposite of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, In many respects, they're a, a, a common organization, but three different parts. Not really, but but sort of. Uh, I want to talk to you about the media, government, and corporations, because there you have the unholy trinity. And I call them the unholy trinity because they, all three parts of that trinity, are actively working to destroy uh, the culture and the values and godly principles in this country. They're evil. I, I don't know if you've noticed it. I don't know how you don't notice it. But the media, since the abortion, the media, like ever, I mean, you would think nothing else is going on since the 
the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Everyone's proclaiming the abortions that they had. Every liberal left star, every famous person, I had an abortion, I had five, I had this. I mean, they're bragging about it. Bragging about the fact that they killed babies. I have to tell you, when I preach against abortion, I do it as delicately as I possibly can because I have to communicate this is wrong, it's evil, but I also know that a third of my congregation have probably had them and the vast majority of them carry around a great amount of guilt for it and it's not my job to make them feel more guilty in fact the fact that they feel the guilt and they are sorry for it you know they need to know that they're forgiven but to those on the left it's it's celebratory they're they're literally like in the media is every day i, I mean do we have five dollar gas because all i'm hearing about is Everyone's celebrating the abortions that they had and what a great evil's been done. Do we do we have a baby formula shortage? I, I, I don't know, because all I know is that like everyone's had an abortion and they're proud of it and they want to have a hundred more if they if they feel like it. Um, do we have a war going on in the Ukraine? Do we have a potential uh, grain supply shortage because grain can't come out of the Ukraine and we have other problems globally that are going on right now and, and they're suspecting it's not only the babies who aren't going to really be able to eat, pretty soon people aren't going to be able to eat. Is any of this stuff going on? Do we have so much debt in our country that you know we might not be able to get out of this inflation because we can't raise the interest rates high enough uh, to get to, to kill spending because if we do, we'll kill our ability to be able to service our debt. Do we have any of this going on in this country? Apparently, everyone's just upset about the fact that nothing changed with abortion. If you're in New York, you can still kill a baby till it's like heads popping, popping up. Yeah, I, I, won't, I, I won't be too graphic there, but yeah, you, you, right up to the time of birth. California talking about like even a couple months after birth under certain situations, people can't be prosecuted. You know, if their baby dies a certain way, I mean, pray, well, let's just extend it till after the teenage years. I mean, seriously, it, it, it's evil. So, you know, you've got the media doing it. You got the government doing it. Uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Biden, we're doing everything that we can. It, it's, it's this extreme Republicans. It's the ultra mega whatever. No, if I remember right, when this draft was leaked a few months back the democrats moved forward with trying to codify into law uh, a federal law that everyone has to have rights in their states to abortion and guess what happened even though they have the majority in the house and the majority in the senate and the presidency they couldn't even get it passed when you control the senate and you can't get even all democrats to agree that you know what having abortion up to nine months is sick it's gross uh, you know, it, but 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 they're trying to they're playing it for every political gain they can. They they know they have failed policies and they're going to keep pushing it. The media is going to keep pushing it because they think that's the only chance that they have uh, to to have a democratic victory in about six months when we have you know the midterms. They're in bed with each other. They're the two are one, but it's not just the two are one. The three are one. And this is the part that I don't know that as many people realize is just how in bed corporations are with the media and the government. Like I said, it's an evil, unholy trinity. Um, and we just need to be aware of it because I think a lot of people aren't. I want to read to you. 
I read this article and it's funny, uh, I think it was yesterday, I got an uh, email from Dick Sporting Goods and I unsubscribed it. That's why. I said, I don't like your politics. I don't like your ethics. I don't like your morals. So Dick Sporting Goods, they're, they're offering to pay for their associates to kill their babies. And it's not just them. I mean, it's lots of corporations. And maybe I would expect it from some sort of like designer, like uh, really left, like uh, whatever type of company, but a sporting goods store. I mean, seriously. And I want to read this to you. It's only uh, three or four paragraphs. It's small, so I've got to blow it up so I can read it. Uh, so uh, I apologize uh, if, um, if, if it's not the smoothest as I tried to read it. But I, I want to read it because I, you need to hear it. Uh, and you need to be aware that corporations are part of this evil trinity. Uh, so, uh, uh, from Dick Sporting Good, a message from Ed Stack and Lauren Hobart. Dear teammates, you are the heart of our business, and we are committed to protecting your health and well-being. Yeah, at, at the stake of, like, killing your kid long as your health is okay, as long as you can come to work, as long as you don't have to take a maternity leave that's going to cause us, like, money, yeah, we'll help you kill your kid. Today, the Supreme Court announced a decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, removing the federal right to an abortion and leaving the decision up to each state. While we do not know what decision each state will make in response to this ruling, we at Dick Sporting Goods are prepared to ensure that all teammates have consistent and safe access to the benefits we provide. Oh, the benefits of killing kids? Okay, thank you. Regardless of the state in which you live. This is in bold. In response to today's ruling, we are announcing that if the state that you live in restricts access to abortion, Dick Sporting Goods, God bless them, we will provide up to $4,000 in travel expense, reimbursement to travel to the nearest location where that care is legally available. This benefit will be provided to any teammate, to spouse, or dependent enrolled in our medical plan, along with one support person. 4000 bucks. Eh. Head up to, uh, I don't know, head up to, head over to California. Stay at Disney for a couple days. You know, fit in your abortion somewhere in there. We'll, we'll pick up the tab up to 4,000 bucks. Yeah, of course you will. It saves you money. $4,000 is cheap compared to losing their labor while they're out on maternity leave. Uh, dick sporting goods. Uh, you need, we need to make ourselves aware of the corporations that are doing this crap. It's an evil trinity. It's an unholy trinity. Don't fool yourself. The media, the government, and corporations. Now, I saw some things that are really kind of disturbing. You know, different people are uh, passing certain things along to me. And I think one of the most disturbing things that was passed along to me, I think it was yesterday, was... Um, Someone sent this, uh, they posted this on their Facebook, and it looks like it was something that's probably passed around by a lot of people, a meme, image, whatever. Um, it says, if God's allowed to kill his one and only son, so should I. I. I read that, and I trembled with fear for that person. 
If God was allowed to kill his one and only son, so should I. You are making fun of the most selfless act that has ever happened in all of humanity, an act that will save for those who actually believe in God and submit their lives to him. You're mocking that? Listen, there's levels of heaven and there's levels of hell. And I think you earn a whole new level of hell when we mock and compare abortion to what God did in sacrificing his son to pay the price for our evil and our wickedness. It's disgusting. I tremble with fear. That's not just a rogue outlier. All these people that are in the streets yelling and shouting, I guarantee that summarizes the vast majority of their perspective as well. You know, here's one of the frustrating things is we saw it in COVID. We saw it Pride Week or month, sorry, month. It just should be Pride Life, really. Uh, and, and we're seeing it now with the abortion is like every stinking article is about what they're trying to convince you. With COVID, they're trying to convince you you're going to die. So anyone that died, you know, you, you were reading their story if it was a story worth telling. Two babies in the whole country died. We heard about it in excruciating detail. So everyone would be afraid that their own babies were going to die and that they would control us and change the way that we think. Mind you, did you notice, you know, with COVID, um, it's not your body and it's not your choice. It's only your body and your choice if it comes to killing a kid. But with COVID, it, it wasn't. But they only, that's the left. Like, there's no logic. There's no consistency. They don't follow laws. They don't follow rule of law. It's whatever they want. And it's really dismantling and destroying uh, any semblance of, of what our democracy's been and Judeo-Christian values. But they brainwash us by conditioning us, by causing us to hear things over and over and over again. So right now we're hearing about everyone that's ever had an abortion and how it just saved their life. They were still able to take their trip to Hawaii. Uh, They were able to graduate from school and now they're a wonderful mom and this is that, you know, whatever. You had Kamala Harris saying, hey, you know, because they know that it's not, they're not getting the traction they need on the woman front. You moms, your boys, they, they like to sow their oats. You know, they're going to be out doing all you know, the nasty and, and getting girls pregnant. You don't want them to have to pay the price for that. You know, you want to be able to kill babies so that, like, your kid doesn't have to start working at Wendy's when they're 17. Seriously. Brainwashing. And so I thought, you know, I'm a little nervous doing it, being a pastor and that I public speak. But I'm like, how do you brainwash someone? I mean, obviously, by just telling them the same lie over and over and over again is honestly how I would do it if I was trying to brainwash. But uh, for the sake of education and uh, information, I decided to research uh, how how to brainwash. Um, and uh, there's a disclaimer on this article that uh, they're not trying to teach people to brainwash, but they're trying to help people that have been brainwashed to recognize that, in fact, they've been brainwashed. So... I'm just going to read you the the steps to brainwashing. Uh, Please don't use this. uh, It's for informational purposes only. Step one, pick your target. All right. I think we're, I'm tracking. Pick your target. White males, Judeo-Christian, black Supreme Court male judge that doesn't like rule the way that you think a black male Supreme Court judge should. 
It, your, your target can be whatever's convenient. Pick your target. Offer them something that they want. <laughs> Peace on earth. Not to be threatened to be killed. Um, but have something to hold over their head. Now, this is what's interesting. This is what the left does with, with their base. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you welfare. We'll get you benefits. We'll give you enough access to drugs to keep you high and happy. Oh, we, we, we did that during the pandemic. That's why alcohol stores were open. That's why dispensaries were open. You got, you got to have that carrot out there. Offer them something you want. Make them feel special, wanted, loved. We're here. We're fighting for you. Rest assured, you know, I'm watching CNN on Air Force Two. Or whatever the one is for the vice president. And, and the president and I, we're, we're fighting for you. Your own party can't codify it into law because it's evil and it's horrible. No, you're not. You're just brainwashing. But then the next step, make that attention conditional. Conditional on doing what you want. In other words, I'm going to reward you as long as you're voting for me. And this is that. I mean, you can have the carrot, but you got to perform the way that I want. And then you then you can have the carrot. Okay. Says then switch uh, what they want to something grander. And then later then switching it to... You know, wanting you. I, I really know how that one applies. I mean, it, it probably does, but let's move on to the next one. Criticize who they are in order to to start unfreezing their personality. So when they don't do what you want, Clarence Thomas, other Supreme Court uh, justices protesting outside their house, you you criticize, you attack. Separate them, isolate them from the rest of the world and their past so to become their main source of information. Oh, become their main source of information. Uh, control free speech. Huh. Huh. Are you seeing a pattern? Use fear and guilt to get them to think and to make decisions differently. Fear. Guilt. COVID. Fear, 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 fear. Pride week. Guilt, 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 guilt. Abortion, guilt, 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 guilt. It's a playbook. They've got the friggin' playbook of how to brainwash people. Keep them, next one, keep them busy physically and mentally so that they don't have time to re reflect and disrupt normal functions like sleeping and eating. Keep, keep them off balance. Keep them preoccupied. Keep, hey, keep them stoned. <laughs> Make them dependent on you and install phobias for leaving. Oh, if you leave the Democratic Party, all the Hispanics, you know, those Republicans, you know, they're coming after like birth control next. You're not going to be able to, to have your pills or condoms. They're coming after birth control. They're coming after, you know, uh, biracial marriage. Clarence Thomas says he's meant a biracial marriage. No, he's not. Phobias of leaving. Use rewards and punishments. Re wash. Rinse. Repeat. <laughs> there you have it. That's how you would brainwash a person. 
And that's how we're being brainwashed as a society. God help us. Ignorance is not bliss. Knowledge is power. Folks, you got to start sharing this. We need more and more people to be hearing this. I I think the tide's starting to turn, but there's a lot of us still living in ignorance. It's God talk, so how does this apply to our faith? Well, honestly, if I have to tell you that, we have greater issues. But I do want to read you a couple uh, verses of scripture from Ephesians chapter 2. As for you, you are dead in your transgressions and sins, dead in your sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. You see, we were dead in our sins when we followed the ways of this world. It says, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air. Who is the ruler of the kingdom of the air? It isn't God. It's Satan. It's the unholy trinity. The media is the ruler of the air. The government, corporations. And we were dead in our sins because we followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. The spirit who is now at work at those who are disobedient. That's not the spirit of God. It's the spirit of evil. Turn on the news. Watch the protest. Listen to the language that they use. Look at how they conduct themselves. Even how they look, how they act, how they behave, how they dress, every aspect of it, you're a moron if you can't see evil. Because they are. And that's who's controlling things in this country. Our politicians don't look that way. They put suits on. But they're equally as evil. Because not only do they subscribe to such evil, they use their own stoops. They use these people who don't know any better to accomplish their purpose as pawns, pretending to be their friends, pretending to be their supporters. That's what Satan does to us. Oh, this is a better way. All in an attempt to lure us away from God. But for those who he lures away, our eyes are going to be opened after we die. It's not going to be nearly as fun as what it was on this earth. I hope your eyes are a little more opened. Help open some other people's eyes. Share this podcast. Share my broken series, please. People need to hear it. And I look forward to starting this new series with you this Sunday, Quarantined. God bless all of you. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you.